Hello, welcome to the Ascended Cast. This is John. It's your boy Shy. Your boy Matt. We got our guest. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Arvin. Arvin's on here. Yes, this is going to be a good episode. We got Shyla. Fill, fill the viewers in on what we're talking about today. Man, everybody, we're going to be covering a few things here. My boy Arvin, first and foremost, he is a multi-talented, multi-everything man. Man can sing. He can game. Um, he has such an amazing heart, a true compassionate person, which is actually amazing because... Um, you know, you got your degree. You are in the medical field. You, you, you do have your bachelor's, correct? Your BSN? That's correct. I got my BSN. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, yes, we're going to be covering all his accomplishments, things that he's doing outside, uh, outside of just the work premise. And then at the very end, we're going to get into something that even I'm going to be breaking into, which is the gaming life. And if this isn't just, you know, oh, I'm chilling, playing the game, you know, for a few hours. You know, this, this man here has built up something. And then not just in the U.S., over there in the Philippines, too. You started yeah. something really good. And like I said, I can't wait to dive into it, brother, because you're an amazing man. So yeah, I'm ready. First, I'm looking forward to it. First and foremost, brother, let's go ahead and uh, just, just share the viewers, you know, like like, like your background, upbringing, and of course, you know, even how you know us. All right. What's up, guys? So <clears throat> I'm going to start off with how I know these guys, wonderful gentlemen, so I got John here, we got Shiloh, we got Matt. Um, we all graduated from the same high school. Good old black and gold Citrus Valley. Shout out CB. <laughs> you know, um, man, that's when you start missing. That, what I really miss about high school, free education. <laughs> free, I said free. And um, <clears throat> so my background, um, I was born in the Philippines, but I moved here when I was like around eight years old. So most of my life I've been here. So we've lived here as citizens for about 20 years. So I would say I'm, 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 I'm damn well American, for sure. No, you are. Some people sure. would say like, oh, you're Filipino. Nah, bro, I'm American. Yeah. I'm American. <laughs> you are whatever you want to be. I mean, I, mean I, love, I love my Filipino culture, my Filipino heritage, but I'm American. Literally. Let's get that straight. My, sis- my sister married a Filipino. Ah, oh, man. I love the food. <laughs> <laughs> I love the food. Thanksgivings are the best. Yeah. Yeah, we have Filipino food, Indonesian food, like Indonesian Dutch food, yeah. American Thanksgiving food. Mm. And I always go for that Filipino food. Yeah. Right? Don't get me started with the Filipino food. Don't, don't get me started <laughs> with the food, bro. I'm going to get off topic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, what, so what else? So I've um, been here for, um, lived, lived here for 20 years. I'm basically American. Um, so with that being said, I grew up, you know, in our family, we have our Filipino culture and stuff like how, how we were raised, but at the same time, we were, we were assimilated to this country. We love, we love being here. We, I mean, there's a reason why we moved here instead of being in the Philippines. Well, it's a whole different reason I can get into later on. Um, but, uh, I went back to the Philippines around, uh, when we graduated high school, I actually went there. And uh, I was only there for a semester, and I came back. So three years I uh, spent off of school. I was going to Crafton for a little bit, but uh, I was teaching music, actually. I was getting into, like, um, conducting. So whether it was a choir, um, band, or orchestra, and I, uh, my, side, my side job was arranging pieces of music that I was selling off online, so people were playing piano, singing the songs, um, <clears throat> mostly, <clears throat> mostly choir stuff. And after that, I just um, I just knew nursing was my calling. 
Um, so I had to go back to the Philippines in 2017. So 2017 up to 2021, I've uh, been a nursing student there ever since. And so I learned to appreciate where I, <clears throat> where I came from and uh, what the culture is like. So I was culture shocked, but I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, learned all the, the ins and outs and uh, all the slangs and all these things. I can totally relate to them now. That's, that's really interesting. So you were there till you were seven years old? It's eight. Eight years old. Okay, so Just eight, turned eight, eight. at Just that time. Yeah. And then you went back, what, like almost 10, 12 years later? Yeah. Okay. So, like that, yeah. so is it like, do you, I, I, it's kind of hard to say, but like, do you remember the culture, what it was like before when you left, like when you were eight years old and then going back in there? <sighs> Man. That's kind of tough to say because, you know, as a little kid, I, don't, I never really think about that stuff. What I was, uh, what I could remember as an eight-year-old and even beyond that is I have um, family members in one place. Like we have this called thing called uh, Barangay or basically in, in, our, in, in our language here in the U.S., it's like our little village, right? We have a, it's not, it doesn't look like a village that you think of, but it's like a, one place that we all grew up in. It's like a whole big neighborhood and I would say 80, 70% of it are my relatives. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Every, from, I was like, so I'm related to you? I'm related to you? Someone comes up, hey, I knew you when you were a little kid in your diapers. And I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. I don't. I don't know you. <laughs> but, but I'm glad we're family. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I know exactly how that is because, like, like on my uh, especially like I'm more on my mom's side. Like, there's so many people that know me that I have no idea who they are. And I'm yeah. just like. Oh, I remember when you were a baby. I was like, I don't know who you are. So I got to get you on that. <laughs> that that's like a that's like a, a, yeah. a Spanish connection. It's yeah. Like, you know, Philippines. Uh, fun fun fact for you guys: Philippines uh, for about like between three hundred ninety six to four hundred years, more or less, um, were colonized by the Spaniards. So that's why, if if you notice, some Filipino looking people. You know, like the Asian guys, but they have like last name of like the most common was like Gonzalez. Wow. We yeah, exactly. We got Gonzalez. We got like um, what's the most Spanish name you can think of. Um, um, last name, per se. Oh, gosh. Sanchez. We got a lot yep. of that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so stuff like that. So that's yeah. that's where I came from. Um, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. And, man, I could get into a whole lot of stuff about the Philippines and my, and my journey as a nursing student. But this, you guys can ask me that later on. Mm-hmm. But... I'm glad to be back in America. Let, let me just say this. For those of you who are saying America, oh my God, America sucks. I don't want to live here. Y'all haven't been outside the country. I'm not talking about Europe. I'm talking about third world countries. You need to go there just to see how privileged you are. Mm-hmm. When I say privilege, I mean, not like, not like white privilege, all that shit. Bro. No. But basic essentials of life. Uh, privilege of being an american of what we have here access to all of these things Mm -hmm. all these things that you have it's crazy like some of my classmates never had what i had you know but that's a whole different topic we get into so no i like it like a this of the gratitude and appreciation because that's something that gets away from many people today so i'm actually happy you said that because Mm-hmm. You have the experience of living in that in that type of environment, and a lot of people nowadays like, oh, like it's so horrible here, like it sucks living here. Oh, I want to leave, and it's just like, okay, like if that's really how you feel about it, like 
go go somewhere else and see like how bad it really is or how how bad you really have it here. Yeah, and you know I'm gonna say this: majority of people who say America sucks grew up with a lot of privilege. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's, it's the not most even privileged people that you like, Yeah, yeah. I'm not okay. So I'm gonna show you this. Like I've noticed, I'm not trying to profile people, but it's not like the people with the it, more in the low income, the low income people that were saying that. I feel like it's the most probably the most well-off people yeah. or at least their parents are well-off they're being they have, like yeah. their parents pay for their cars or at least yeah. they have their own cars yeah. as yeah. a high schooler not having real problems yet yeah. no problems. they're they're trying to create problems it's like that meme i don't want peace i want problems yeah like, what the fuck? <laughs> i feel that i feel that what one question i have for you because you said when you went back there was a cultural shock oh what what was some of those cultural shocks for you? It's, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Let me start. Um, so here in in America, we grew up having that type of mentality. Once you're 18, you're you're an adult, right? Let me say this: we're not legally we are, but especially for us guys, once we reach the age of 25, mentally. That's when we're adult, meaning to say our brains are fully developed. Our reasoning, for the most part, the most part, not everybody, but our reasoning is sound. You know, we can have great conversations, not based off of emotions, but rather it, there is a reason behind what we can say, mm -hmm. right? For 18-year-olds for like us, why we're thinking of like what are we doing this how we do that um <laughs> that oh, shoot, like <laughs> um we try to create trouble too yeah. i'm being honest with you we don't make the best decisions at 18 year olds right so in the philippines 18 yes you can do some legal stuff but they don't really treat you like adults there or give you the autonomy the word is autonomy um to make decisions so i went to a school where um a lot of the kids um, are inside. It's a boarding school anyway, so a lot of a lot of foreigners come there, especially us. Like um, we're kept inside school. We we need gate passes to get outside. Well, for one, I can see why. Like if I look at it as a 28 year old now, it's like oh, it's um, it's a good form of protection, right? But not that that type of stuff doesn't apply to everyone. Especially if you're over, what, 22, 23. I feel like we should have a little bit more of that autonomy. Um, but um, it's not given. So it's not given until you, have, you, know, you graduated or you... So that's interesting. Uh, so you say that you have to have a pass to go off and off campus. Yeah. Unless you're older or unless you graduated. Yeah. That's so, really interesting. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. Although, like, honestly, a lot of the students um are busy yeah so there's some of them, some of them don't have time to go off campus and just just to relax every day we're just busy so is that more for protection like on that end like more protection like from them from themselves or protection from uh, like stuff out there <laughs> it's everything everything okay. i would say it's, a, it's an everyday thing it's a case-by-case -case basis but um i think it's more from the outside okay it's more from the outside um, but I mean, I enjoyed my time. I really did. Yeah. I mean, we get eight gate passes for the whole month, which is cool. Oh, shoot. No, so you have to be whoa. selective with it. 
Yeah, but I mean, oh, eight game passes a month. So like, the, yeah. those are specific, like, like well, one a day. Like, oh, I'm gonna go out for the day, and that's the, yeah, and that's your game pass. Like that, that's how it works. Yeah, like, but then again, um, a lot of a lot of these guys don't even go out. Why they're super busy? Where it's a whole different culture over there, man. It's uh, okay. What was the most units that you took as a freshman? If you, if you guys went to school. Uh, in college? Yeah. Uh, that's a... 12 units, right? 18. 18 as a freshman? Not as a freshman. I think uh, it was my sophomore year because I, I wanted to transfer. Right. So like, I, I just stacked up my classes. So but I, as a freshman, though, how much did you take? I think uh, 12. 12? Yeah. I think I took 14. 14 to yeah. 12. Let's I just say 14 to 12. I don't know. As a freshman, I'd take 28. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And our thing is, with that school, it's... Our schedule is blocked, like meaning to say we have to take it at this time because one, I'm trying to graduate with a bachelor's degree. So in order for you to be- uh, graduate with a bachelor's degree, you graduate with the um, the certain um, curriculum that this nursing program takes, but also the school, right? So have you seen like if you go to RCC or or go to a community college, you graduate like as a nurse with the associates, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's lacking a little bit of like the subjects for you to graduate with a bachelor's degree. So for um, when you go to a four year, they have some more classes for you to make it into a bachelor's degree. Same thing with this. But fortunately, we have these things in the school that I went to so that we don't have any problems. So we just graduate straight with a bachelor's degree. So like as a freshman, 28 units. So imagine those eight, ga- those eight gate passes for those people that live in campus we're more than enough. I promise you. Oh, I boy, promise see. you. More than enough. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I, I bet you someone there was on campus saying gate passes. We're like, hey, you need a gate pass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so the, way people earn, the way people earn these gate passes is so, so I, went, I went to a Christian university over there. So it's called the Adventist University of the Philippines, right? Mm. And so... Uh, the way we earn the gate passes is, is we, we have what's called morning worship. So by 5 a.m., they all wake us up, right? They wake us up to go to worship. And um, it's, it, it's cool, like, you know, still sleepy. Um, but we get in the word with God. You know, some people just go to worship just so they can earn the gate pass, which, hey, I have no problem. That's, that's your walk with God, you know. I actually like that, though. Like, I wish, okay, when I say I wish, I feel like... In society, when you have like that, whatever faith it is, when you have like that community, like worship, or like everyone's together, like it's cool. Like I, so yeah. I like, I'm, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, and um, if you don't have enough attendance, then you get you don't get that amount of gate passes that you need. Oh wow. Yeah, well, I mean, but you know what? Everybody just goes. So it's a team effort. It's like all right, we're all trying to go out. No, on Friday. It's, an, it's an individual thing. Oh, but it's you a, have to have enough uh, attendance, so like everyone has to have. No, attendance. no, no. Your personal attendance, like oh. for example, for the whole like for the whole month. You have to at least be so if if you just go every morning, um, out of those, you have to at least go to five worships in one week. Day one day pass. Yeah. Okay. So combine that. So five times four, so twenty worships. Damn, I'm just thinking. Like, imagine like you just forget to wake up one day and you're like, damn, I'm not gonna. Oh, do this. You, don't, you, don't, you don't, you don't, worry about that. Yeah. You get they wake you up. Oh, do they? They wake you up. Oh, they wake you. Okay, cool. But it's not like somebody's banging pots and pans no. or turning on a freaking siren. 
So they'll have like songs. Now I'm just thinking like in like our case, like what if we like we were like trying to go out and do something and it's like, hey bro, you got your gay pass, right? Like, <laughs> oh no, no, yes, yeah, seriously. Yeah. You're like, hey bro, I didn't go to worship yesterday, so no, <laughs> I might not get it. <laughs> so so do, you, do, you put, do you tell them the night before that you go on to worship in the morning and they come wake you up? Or how do, do they, no, they, no, they, they, they just do. So how do you not go to worship then? If, how do you not go? You make a choice. You just, you make a choice. So you just wait there. If they wake you up and you're like, hey, I'm not going, they're like, all right. Yeah. Oh, they'll just go? Okay. See, that's what I was wondering. I was like, do they do they go like, all right, like, I'll wake you up, you get woken up, mm-hmm. and then they just go and keep waking people up, and then if you don't choose to get up and you miss worship, then you're not, you didn't intend, and it's like not... Yeah, they, is it detrimental to like a grade or anything or like just the gate pass bro just the gate pass just the gate pass All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a privilege i guess um wow. but i've seen i mean there will be people that complain about gate passes for sure i would say more of like foreigners like me yeah <laughs> but um i thought i was thinking like an hour over there no and I, like i was trying to get a gate pass so i didn't get up be like no but but they, they're not <laughs> like they're not like i'm like giving you a gate pass because yeah. You know, they'll they'll give you you know they're more they're lenient towards yeah. that, but yeah. it's just building accountability, I guess. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, what else is a culture shock? Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Um, commuting. Oh yeah, we got jeepneys, we got the tricycles. That was a big thing. Like when I when I yeah, it's like a the big ones. No, you have a motorcycle, right? And it has a sidecar. Oh okay, yeah. yeah I can. My gosh, it's uh, you can. There's no excuse not to get around. You can you can commute. We got jeepneys and tricycles. We got buses, everything. So if you noticed here, where we live, it's a necessity to have a car. Over there, you just need a little bit of change, and uh, you can commute to where you need to go. Wow, so it's it's just a lot easier. So so there, there, there there's a lot of ways of getting around out there. A lot of people hustling. A lot of people, you know, like hell yeah, doing that than out here. Pretty much correct. That, that, yeah. That's what you're saying. And so, and another thing is, I've never seen so many motorcycles in one place, mm-hmm. especially in Southeast Asia. You get that around Vietnam, Thailand, and all that stuff. Philippines, yes. I got one myself over there. I learned how to. I Hello, learned how to. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> like, not, no, no, like, I got a big one. Too. Oh, big one! Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I can see a lot. Of, I feel like I see a lot of best. Like a little moped. Like, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. We're not doing that. Yeah. You're not. You're not catching me with that. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I could just see like a lot of Vespas over there. They, there are a lot. Are there? Okay. There are a lot, but you're not catching me. Okay. Let, let's be like right. the insects and wildlife. Is it? Ooh. Oh yeah. Let's go. Um, insects, most prominent mosquitoes. Oh, dude. Oh. Can't escape me. I can't, no. I can't do mosquitoes. They eat me alive. Here? Oh, man. No, here? It's nothing. Over there? Over there? Crazy. So, ooh, we, the most common mosquitoes that we know is called the Aedes aegypti. We learned this in nursing school, uh-huh. microbiology. So, Aedes aegypti, bigger mosquitoes, striped legs. That's what you watch out for because during um, <clears throat> so, um, 4 p.m. and onwards, they start to come out. And they carry a virus called um, dengue. So what that is is that if you get bit one of those by one of those, you, there's a possibility that you might catch that virus. So what it does is that, that um, uh, it cuts down your platelets. But what, what does that mean? Yeah. Platelets is let's just say you get a cut, tiny one. 
you'll bleed. Mm. You get a, this, this we, call, uh, we call that a dengue hemorrhagic fever. So it's, it's super lethal. Mm. I've had one as a little kid. Dude, how, how do you protect yourself? Uh, no, um, you have repellents, but also knowing the times that they come out usually. Yeah, and so what to do. on, I'm inside. Yep. And, but after the, after the evening, after like probably 8 p.m., um, there, are, will be, there will be mosquitoes, but it's going to be a different disease like malaria. Oh. <laughs> okay, so 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., you got uh, the plague disease, uh, virus. Yeah, the dengue and hemorrhagic. And 8 p.m. and on, you have malaria. Possibly. Possible malaria. Yeah. That's more on a bacterial. So do, is pretty much everyone out there, they've had that virus and malaria? Not everybody. Not everybody. How do you not get that then? That's crazy. Obviously, we have repellents. Yeah. Um, we can even um, have these incenses. But the things that you watch out for, stagnant water um, and grass, so tall real, grasses. Real mindful of all that. Okay. Yes. Real mindful. Of so this. like, yeah, yeah. Around that time though, like 4 yeah. p.m. and onwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's four. It's four. Dude, that's uh, in my brain now. Like, if I go to the Philippines, I'm like, well, it depends on where you go. <laughs> if you're around the city areas and you're not like ne next to like big bodies of water that's stagnant or tall grasses yeah. that you see, mm -hmm. then you're kind of okay, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. But um, once you go to like the province area, so my school is in the province uh, out of the city. Um, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. You got you to gotta watch out. 4 p.m. onwards. You don't want that dengue hemorrhagic fever, bro. No, like it'll mess you up. Like how you, how long does that typically take to like uh, do its course? It's not a cure, but a treatment. <laughs> it's um, no cure, but a treatment. So you carry that shit forever? No, 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 no. No, I like, yeah, how, how long does it typically take to run its course? Like a week? Like the virus? If you don't treat it, if you don't do anything to it, you're you're fucked. <laughs> so, but um, <laughs> they treat you so. Your your platelets is what uh, is what you're worried about. Your mm -hmm. platelet count that's what causes thrombus formation, right? Which is like blood clots, basically. So when you get a cut, you get what a scab. Mm -hmm. That's where sort of like the blood coagulates, right? Yes, coagulation is the right term. Yeah. Coagulation is the right term, and um, so does that drop your blood pressure tremendously? With yes. The blood? Okay. Wow, he knows the stuff. Um, blood pressure drops. You get body aches, muscle aches, fatigue, um, joint pains. Oh, <laughs> fever. When I say dengue hemorrhagic fever, you got a major fever, bro. Major. Dang. So they treat you with, they give you IV fluids, of course, mm. and some type of blood clotting factor treatments, mm. rehydration. So I've seen someone be in the hospital for maybe as short as three to four days mm -hmm. and go on to maybe like 10 days. Yeah. So it depends. So you just have to watch out for so, it. So uh, use the repellent. So do you put that on yourself or do you put it like around the area or how does that work? Do you have like skin repellents? Okay. Of course. I'm wearing body armor. <laughs> <laughs> that could work. Is there like any like shots you take like if you're going to go over there? Like right now, like they're just like you kind of just have to no, you just have to watch out for it. Yeah. So the thing, the thing is, when when you're a first time comer, like especially if you're a, you're a non Filipino citizen out there, most a lot of the mosquitoes are attracted to you. 
you give off a different type of carbon dioxide. Type of scent. It's like oh no, no, I'm saying yeah, like this is that double cheeseburger. (laughs) These mosquitoes are just like oh, we got ourselves a freaking American. Uh, No, yeah, you you give off you give that type of like. Um, yeah. carbon, dioxide. carbon dioxide, right? Yeah, yeah, like the, the out, like that when it comes out your pores. Yeah, yeah, he knows this stuff because yeah. I get bit the fuck up, dude. I, I won't, like, I'm like, dude, like, because I know people that don't get bit at all, and I got like six bites on me, and I'm like, why are they so attractive to me? And I, I heard that is like that, like, the seal, but what, like, can you, is that just how your body's made up, or do you know? Yeah, you can, it's also like whatever you give off from your body is what you eat to, like. For example, if I eat a lot of like meat or depending on my diet, like sodium based, a lot of that will come off of your skin and the mosquitoes attracted to that. I mean, mosquitoes aren't like, um, they're not, you know, what's the right term? They're not, they don't discriminate. Right, but they'll be more attracted to the people profile, like though, you guys. Yeah, they profile. <laughs> <laughs> they don't discriminate. They don't discriminate, but they for sure profile. But they'll come after you guys first because you guys <laughs> are not from the area. Oh my goodness, <laughs> they'll, they'll be attracted because I had the same problem. They'll be like, we got some new snacks here. All right. <laughs> I had the same problem before. But then um, you know, when I lived there, like after like a, a month or so, my body got used to what the Philippines is. It's humid. You'll definitely give off a lot of heat from your body. It's humid. It's, it's icky, disgusting. So think of Florida, but just a tad worse. Oh, I'm cool, bro. But it's oh, great. I'm, I'm for sure going to go, but but that's one of those where, like, me, 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 me with humidity, Don't. I'd rather fight two people than me in humidity sometimes. Don't go <laughs> during the rainy season or April, around our, our springtime. It's, it's not good. Go around, like... Maybe uh, November, December, January, February, March. No, this November, Jan- November, December, January, and February. Good time to. I'll just go with you, bro. To be honest, I'm like, down. I'm just, I'm just going with you. You guys heard that? The mosquitoes. How Harvard, you don't know what you bring. Oh man, Sometimes, sometimes I like the mystery. You're bringing Shiloh back to the islands. Good luck. Yo, <laughs> speaking of that, yeah, you, you know, some. like twenty dollars in some areas will get you to a lot of places. Twenty dollars is equivalent to a thousand pesos. A thousand mm-hmm. pesos can get you a lot. What? What's the Philippine currency called? Peso. Peso? Just like, um, just like the um, Mexican currency. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. It's a Philippine peso for sure. Wow. Interesting. Well, wow. So you said you said twenty dollars is equal to how many pesos again? Uh, I would say a thousand pesos. So, if you think you know how how much can somebody coming in live off of there like could i live there with like a five hundred dollars you know i i come in live, live there for like five hundred dollars a month you, you feel me like out there cause oh, that's like five, yeah like you said that's like a, you if you're that. renting an apartment that's more than enough for sure how about a house a house that depends if you're renting a house you can definitely purchase a house over there but five hundred dollars i don't know about that what a about little like, over that. What but about like fifteen hundred? Fifteen hundred? Yeah, like you bring in fifteen dollars a month. Ooh. What could you do up there? I'm not gonna answer that because I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I won't answer that because <laughs> you could do a lot. It sounds you, like. But you could just do a lot mm-hmm. with twenty dollars. 
Don't go to the tourist areas though. Nah. Like oh. like Manila stuff. No, you, you're like paying American price. Because they see, they know they're gonna jack up the price. No, like or, mall or, areas, Manila stuff. Like they'll they the, the prices are fixed. It's just like American okay. price. I was going based off of like because my uh, sister in law she's Cambodian, my brother's wife. Yeah. And she, that's why she wants to take her kids to Cambodia just to like culture shock them. Yeah. And uh, but she was saying like over there like going to like the markets and whatever like you gotta be careful of pickpocketers and then they're always gonna jack up price on you so you gotta yep. know how to bargain. Yep. So you take me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You bring me. Yeah. Like you gotta know how to bargain, but you always know that they're gonna like. Cause she was like, if my mom ever went out there, they. They would, they would run her pockets. Um, <laughs> run her pockets. It depends on where you are. There's that's a lot. Cambodia. That's where she, like, what she right. was talking about. No, we have the same experience in the Philippines, but I would say with places I've been to, I've been really honest. Because I may look Filipino, but sometimes the way I speak is a dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. Although I've gotten, I've gotten better with my accent, I would say I'm, I'm pretty fluent with, with the Tagalog language. So that's, uh, Tagalog is the main dialect that, is speak, spoken in the Philippines, Tagalog, right? Um, I'm pretty fluent at it, but there are times where they just can tell, like, no, this guy's in from around here. I can disguise myself all I want. <laughs> like, I can, yeah, like, sometimes I bring my own, like, I have my friends that are not Filipino, and to even disguise myself, I speak English, but with a Filipino accent. Like, oh my god, I like your podcast, you know. So, <laughs> uh, oh, this is the Ascended Cast. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty good podcast, you know. I like but that. Then they got, still catch on because they're trying to slip up, bro. We got an uh, <laughs> audio sample that. <laughs> Hello, welcome to this podcast. Uh, I mean, re- I'm really enjoying this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. Okay, uh, so... I feel like that'll be a good tie-in into what we're gonna to talk to you next, man. So you were in the Philippines for so long, about four years. Four years. So over that time, um, is this when you started getting into gaming, or when did you start getting into gaming? So I played. Uh, I've been, you know, I play a lot of games. I've been playing it since we. Um, maybe I started getting into it when I was in high school. In high school, yeah. Or maybe like eighth grade. Okay. You know the, the, yeah, everyone, the, was, the was, like, everyone was gaming in eighth grade. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. The classics. Uh, I mean, I started out with the PlayStation Two, not the PS One, but mm-hmm. PlayStation Two. We got like we got games like Sly Cooper. Oh yeah. Oh. Jack and Daxter. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Man, I was. Uh, what's this? Like two weeks ago, um, I went over to his place and we were watching. Uh, I was watching to play uh, Jack and Daxter Two. Yeah. Oh, my man, brother classics. had it on the PS Five. He downloaded it. Oh, the classics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting nostalgic here. Yeah. <laughs> so later on, we got a PS3, right? That's when I, I first started. My first Call of Duty game was Modern Warfare 2, the classic. Mm. Not, no better game to get started than, than that game there was when it comes one, to yeah. gaming. Like, that was such a good game. I was just, I had to send a group message. Like, it was like a little collage of someone playing. A little montage? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, dude, that used to be so much fun. Like, that was literally so much fun. Dude, like, people would literally set up cameras to just record their little, like, their, uh, that was like before, like, streaming. No, remember, Xbox used to do it for you. So they would, like, you could record your, like, they would yeah, record yeah. Your, your play for you. So, like, you could just go back mm-hmm. and, wa- like, watch it and, and then put it back on there. Yeah, you I could clip Tyler that. that we recorded on a phone for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, don't <laughs> I, don't I don't know why. I don't know if that was uploaded to YouTube, maybe. 
Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I remember like recording like his, his little his little montage. We <laughs> <laughs> were just all. Yeah, so, so was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. The the three the three sixty would um would record for for your, your match on. Yeah. 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 Man, I like that. I loved it. Like ever since I've been a Call of Duty fan after Modern Warfare two. Man, I've been, at least if I didn't have that certain game uh, or certain release game, like, for example, Black Ops 2, oh, then yeah. I would borrow it from my cousin. Mm-hmm. I would play all night, all day, all day. Um, but, you know, I was just like a casual, I was a casual gamer, right? Later on, you know, I went to, you know, I, as we grew, as we grew older, we were all in high school. And then after going into college, I... Uh, I'll play here and there, but I kind of lost touch with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not until the pandemic came around that we, like, there was an unexpected community that was built, right? Mm-hmm. Gaming community. People have been becoming professional gamers, professional streamers, um, and just found a way to pass time um, while we were all in lockdowns. Speaking of lockdowns, when during the pandemic and here in America, when I came back, I was like, "This is a, this is a lockdown." Like you guys are, we were privileged here. Over mm-hmm. there, it's pretty draconian, if I would say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I don't know. I think some people's like perception of it was like different than like what it's because made it it's because they haven't been over there. Yeah. My God. Probably che- lockdown all over. There. Checkpoints, <laughs> literal checkpoints. Yeah, I was. You had a full-on experience, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I I couldn't do anything but game. Yeah. Game or at least do whatever was online for my nursing requirements. Yeah. Really, really. So like, so, so like they wouldn't let you like 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 go out for certain things at at all. Did you like like, like, like how was that? This like? is the, the, the this is the peak of the pandemic. Uh, you know how we're thinking? Oh, we're just gonna be locked in for two weeks. Then they add another two. I'm like, okay, we can do it with it. And then a whole semester. Five months I was locked in an apartment. Five months. Damn. I'm talking about locked. Like It's almost like solitary confinement. Like, <laughs> for real. I could just say, I went to prison, guys. I was in yeah. prison for five months. Well, shit, I mean, that's, like, that's technically what they brought you food or? Well, this is how we, this is how we, um, we're able to do it. So, like, we can we can go outside the apartment, but we can't really extend where we can go. Like, we can go outside the road, but we can't really go anywhere far. Like, mm-hmm. we can't. Ooh. So, my siblings lived with me, too. They were also went to, you, do you remember Alvin? Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvin yeah. and my, my little sister, Charlene. Also, both just graduated nursing. Or not graduated, but, yeah, about a year ago, they graduated. They're now... And Clex board passers, so I'm next. Congratulations to both of them. Congrats to you too for passing. Love you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying that as in a, a like. Um, thank you. Appreciate that. We are so, definitely. Man, the checkpoints. One of the most. That's the thing I don't want to experience. And I thought at that time the gate passes were a little excessive when we were students, but man. The checkpoints were birth. Oh my god! Yeah. Like there are times where we need to do some grocery shopping, uh-huh. but we can only go to one store every Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I gave my brother the pass, like I gave him the uh, access to be able to 
go and do the grocery shopping himself mm. while um, while I was at home dealing with school, kind of, mm. but also gaming, in a sense. So we were locked. Did you, see, did you ever see anyone get, like, snatched up, like, taken away, like, because they weren't, like, com- complying with anything? No, I, no, no, no. That's a little too excessive. Okay. <laughs> I, I think, didn't know if, like, they were like, oh, well, we're going to arrest anyone that's not complying with... See, the thing is, if that's true... Then they'll do it discreetly, so I wouldn't know. Okay. If it's true, I, nobody. Oh, they're discreet like that. If, if it's yeah, true, you know, you never, you never know. Yeah. Be yeah. open to possibilities. I'm not saying I'm a conspiracy theorist. Uh, no, well, it's not even conspiracy theory, but like you have to think that like maybe somebody was just like, no, I don't want to do this, and so it's like, what happens to that person? Like, yeah. Do they right. take like, do, like they take them away? Or it could, it could be. I mean, I, I can't yeah. answer that because I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because for the most part. The thing is, we have that problem in the Philippines, like all this draconian rules. It's because Filipinos are too compliant. Mm. There should be a balance. If the, if what is going on is not correct, then we should speak up about it. And that's hence we had the American Revolution. Look at that, right? Yeah. We're Americans. We we had our own. We're not country. told what to do. Is that frowned the- upon to talk about things like that, though? No, definitely not frowned upon, but no one's going to act on it because that's not how they grew up. Yeah, we all grew uh, up respectful of our elders, or at least, um, you know, we, we respect the generation that comes before us. And even government stuff, like we're too compliant over there. I'm too compliant. Really? So that's why we have checkpoints. Nobody, they'll complain about it, but they won't do anything about yeah. it. They I won't. That's like a lot of governments over there, though, like Asian governments and like. You know, yeah. like Russian, right? Like, well, it's a lot of uh, like that type of government style. Of- the cult, like a lot of cultures are very like leadership. Like they they look for a leadership. So whatever the leadership says, yeah, they may not agree with it, but they don't know anything else. They're yeah. gonna follow it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I I would see Philippines as a republic. So just like America, it's a republic, not a democracy, a republic. So, um, but you know, just people were just too. Com- they were complaining. They were scared. COVID is scary. Mm-hmm. Like for them, you know, I was scared of it at first. But when, once I experienced COVID or seeing patients, I was like, no, oh, no. And that's a whole different topic. Yeah. You know, that's a whole different topic. But, you know. Um, but yeah, that's how, that's how culture shock or culture shocking it was over there. Mm-hmm. Like experiencing these things. I feel like I grew as a person dealing with that, dealing with that stuff. Like my patients grew. I knew what it's like to be imprisoned, per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, so I appreciated everything that I have here. Okay. So, so with that, um, so would you say that because, because of COVID, the, the lockdown, you, know, you, you were gaming more. So gaming was your escape. Mm. That was that was your release, and then and then from there, how, how did you end up becoming a, a clan leader? How, how how did you end Ooh. up building your gaming to go from something that was an escape to something that I'm gonna put out there, like like something that I'm gonna build around a team and everything that that, that you have now, and then you you can kind of tell the viewers on on your your clan and what what you built over there in the Philippines. Ah, man, game. so be creating a clan was never my intention. I I was just enjoying gaming. Um, just game with a few friends. So in the Philippines, not everyone can afford a PC or a console, right? So what we had is our mobile games. So first, when I thought of like Call of Duty Mobile, that's what I started playing. I was like, Call of Duty on a mobile? It kind of sounds eh. 
But then I gave it a chance. I was like, damn, a whole community behind this. And it doesn't look like a mobile game. No. If you look at it. No, I remember uh, this was like, what, like 2019, 2020? When they first opened. Yeah, I remember like I had people at work playing it, like trying to love weapons up them. Like, damn, people are really playing Call of Duty Mobile now. Like, right. it's crazy. You wrecked. We, we played leaderboards too. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, where, where was I with this? So, yeah. I was like, what the, what the hell is Call of Duty Mobile? Like, we, there's a mobile game for Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Give it a chance. Fell in love with it. Um, so, I was just a casual player with everybody, you know. Later on, um, I started getting to know people through streaming. It's like, I was just going through um, YouTube, Twitch, and then also Facebook is a big thing in the Philippines. That's how we communicate with family members. Really? Uh, yeah, Facebook is still a big thing over there in oh. terms of communication. Um, and I didn't know they have a streaming platform in Facebook. It's called Facebook Gaming. Really? Yeah. I don't and I was like, all right, let's check it out. And then I see a lot of people streaming Call of Duty Mobile. I was like, wow, what is this? And then from then on, I started making friends with people on chat. Like, a lot of the same viewers from this a uh, certain uh, streamer is also a viewer with these people. Um, and so later on, I got connected with these streamers. I would send stars, per se, to let them, you know, they notice me. Like, I- I'm sending donations um, just for fun. And um, so later I got connected, got into the whole Call of Duty mobile aspect with the seriousness of it. I was a casual player with, what was my first clan? Um, it's called DYX. They were just pretty cheeky with it. It's literally called Dicks. I'm like, cheeky. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so what's DYX? Dicks. I'm like, so what does it stand for? Like, do your X? I'm like, no. Like, literal dicks. I'm like, <laughs> joking, right? Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm a dick. Hey, <laughs> 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 but they were pretty serious about it. Like, they have competitive teams. Yeah. So, is this called dicks i don't know about that <laughs> that's funny the real so, question is what was your kd which kd was ah, so kd man at one point it was like 2.13 oh damn at most but we don't we never really went on kd it was all ranked because we have ranked games mm-hmm. so true. kd didn't matter it was the rank so we started from rookie highest rank you can reach is legendary but you go beyond that. Like now, it's on points. So before, when I first got got into legendary, I was like, "Wow, legendary! It's over." But people kept grinding. So every so, uh, one rank season is like two months. People grind the points. I was like, "So this, there's more to it than that." So the higher the points you get, the more matchups that you get within those points. So if we, so to reach legendary, you have eight thousand one points. Right? And I thought it was over. The people going on beyond nine, 9K points, 10K, 11K. There are crazy people out there that reached 33K. Damn. And at one point- Call of Duty Mobile? Oh, yeah. A lot, of people, a lot of people were grinding. One point, one guy was like 80K. Dog, 80K? Yo. I was like, I looked at him. The amount of screen time on that phone. I was like, do y'all sleep? On the phone too? Yeah, on the yeah. phone. On the phone. Oh, that nice screen time a on good the phone. phone like this. This is yeah. good enough for Call of Duty. Oh, Big no. screen. Oh, 
Oh, oh, they're crazy. You have to have some sort of connects to it, like a controller or some shit. No, it's phone. God. <laughs> it's a, it's a Damn, no, no, do that. So if you connect it with a controller no, or I'm just joking, I'm No, no, I'm saying like if you connect it with a controller or an emulator, I mean that sounds like a good idea, but you can only get matched up with those players. Oh, so you oh, can't play. Yeah. yeah, you only get matched up with controllers. Oh, you can really do that. You can't. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a joke. Like it's it's yeah. true. You can, but the people you're matched up with is limited because uh, you only get matched up with people that use an emulator uh, or a controller. Now, when you play against phone players, thousands. Like we get thousands of matchmakings. Yeah. That's a kill. That's man. crazy. That's specific I believe 2022 was, or the end of 2021, so many people in the Philippines playing it because that's nothing. That's the only thing they can do. It's either they're playing Mobile Legends or they're playing Call of Duty Mobile. Man, that was crazy. People be playing leaderboard. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, it's a little crazy too. <laughs> I got into the leaderboards later on. I think the best one that I did uh, in the Philippines, I ranked 54. 54? Damn. Okay, <laughs> bro. 54. Right. I'm proud of you. Out of like, thank you guys. Like, out of how many people that played? Fuck. Um, Maybe 800,000 people that were playing. Damn. Right. Yes. Or that's, 80. That's more impressive now. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's like eight 800,000 accounts. Yeah. So people don't play. Yeah, you're reckoning like a top 1%. Mm -hmm. I would say so. Yeah. 50, I ranked 54. And I was thinking, Call of Duty, well, like, what's in it for other people? Like, you just play and then it resets, but. Later on, Call of Duty Mobile came up with um, gun leaderboards too, so you can rank with you can rank with like a sniper, uh, a different type of sniper. Um, you can rank number one up to one hundred. It shows you, you you get like a privilege of little badge icons. And exactly what they're probably doing. Oh yeah, they know how to get people addicted. Yeah, you know, I for right now, I, I rank with a certain sniper at around. Maybe last time I checked, or last night I checked, I was ranked number six with a certain sniper. Oh, damn. Number six in like the game or just like the, the Philippines or? In or the Philippines. I, okay, so there's different types of snipers you would call like the intervention or this and that. There's a. a so, you, you, so you grind, you grind that, that weapon. Damn, so basically, like, you're like, that's my weapon. Like, I use that shit. Like, that's, that's my rank for it. Yeah, that's I, use, cool, I use it a lot. Or at least I use it smart. Yeah. Because like, if, I, if, I, if I'm using that weapon the whole game and I lose, then I rank down. Yeah. Oh. So you, that's what we call matchmaking ratios. Stuff like that gets crazy. That's so crazy. first, I would, I would use a sniper that I don't care about. And then let's just say the score is, um, I don't know. Three, three, two, and I'm winning three, two, and so I take out the the gun I use, the the gun that I'm um lobbying, and then make sure I win that. So oh. let's just say the score is tied four, four, and the the game winning score is five. And I, if my teammate is ass, <laughs> if my teammate is booty cheeks, and I don't have that confidence, I don't use that gun anymore. I use the gun I don't care about. Yeah. So that's just the whole like mechanics of that. That's interesting. Yeah, so yeah. at one so again I ranked fifty four, and, and it's still just mobile, right? This is mobile. Okay. So the, I think the most points that I ever gotten was twenty eight k, 
That's just ranked 54. 28K. Dang. 28K is 54. 54. And, and Legendary is 8,001. So it's beyond that. Yeah. <laughs> so 54. And then I currently... Koshka, number six. How many points do I have? 9,000. On that gun alone. Damn, so, brother. So, so, so what's it called? So you said... The biggest games right now in the Philippines are what? What are the biggest games right now? If, if, if I was to fly into the Philippines and, and everybody's playing whatever, what's the most popular game? Okay. Let's just take console out of consideration because not everyone can afford that. So it's either people have PCs or mobiles. So PC, Warzone. Warzone, Valorant. Warzone and Valorant, biggest. Really? Mobile. Mobile Legends, uh, Call of Duty Mobile, now Farlight 84. Um, I've never heard of that one. Oh, me neither. I've heard Farlight, but I don't. I Farlight, don't... I just downloaded it maybe two weeks ago. Okay. It's pretty good. It's like a VR game, but it's really interesting. I still need to learn it. So I was saying Call of Duty Mobile, Mobile Legends, Farlight 84. It used to be Rules of Survival, but Rules of Survival closed down. Because um, everybody went from Rules of Survival to Call of Duty Mobile. Mm. Activision stole them. <laughs> Damn. So like, they them stole the whole all, game. The, wow. all the players. They, so they shut down the whole game? Yeah. So they shut down Rules of Survival. Damn. PUBG. PUBG Mobile still exists. I remember, uh, it's still a big thing. It's, it's still a big thing? Still a big thing. I remember uh, Tim Streck used to be big on PUBG. PUBG. I remember. I remember uh, they had the console version, right? Of PUBG? Yeah. There's console, yeah. PC, and then mobile. So yeah. I just remember uh, we were playing... Uh, I forgot what Call of Duty was at the time, but this full Tim Strike was like, I'm going to go play tub, uh, PUBG. We're yeah. like, what? <laughs> Wait, PUBG, yeah. you, do, you do the drops. Yeah, that's that's wild to me. I, I like I like that variety within that scale. So, so, of course, you played. Is that your niche, pretty much? Is, is that what you stream? Is the mobile Call of Duty? Call of Duty mobile, for sure. Like, what I'm looking to do is... Well, after I pass the end clicks, I get, you know, I make, just be real, as a nurse, you make bank. I plan to buy a PC, play some Warzone, um, play Valorant. But the main game that I'm streaming would be, like, Call of Duty Mobile because my community is there. I have the viewers that are there. So that's what I'll keep up. Really? And, 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 and how, was, how was that grind to, to get those viewers to build that how, how long did it take you know how how big is your clan you know uh, i won't get into the clan just yet let me just get to the viewers because the Got clan it. is pretty new but um for my viewers i started right after graduating college so 2021 um i started my page as a joke with my classmates so uh so if you if you didn't know my 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 gaming page is called O-Cheeks, O-W-C-H-E-E-K-S. So I pronounce it as O-Cheeks because that's how people do it in the Philippines. Here, people pronounce it as O-Cheeks. I don't really care. Um, I'm like, let me get those old cheeks. <laughs> yeah, for real. So how it started was I actually called it Cheeks Gaming. You know, it was a Facebook thing. I started it. I told my classmates to follow it as a joke. And how I got the name was, bro, I'm pretty terrible at this game. But I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't going to say, like, I'm ass because that's not family friendly. So I said, oh, bro, I'm Cheeks at this game. So I called it Cheeks Gaming. And then later on, 
and uh, I had a few viewers that came along. So like, in order to make a page, I have to have 100 followers to stream. So from 100, it grew up to 500, just 500 followers alone. And then I have now I call her my best friend. She gave me the gate. Uh, she gave me the uh, meme o the name O Cheeks because I have young kids that are viewers that play with me, right? And so I try to I try to be friendly when I stream. So if I have a moment in the game where it's like I, I made some cool highlights or I'm running away from a defense from a from an attacker because I'm about to die. I'm like one HP. Then I, I instead of saying oh shit. So I have little kids. I said, oh, she, oh, she, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, she, oh, you get away, oh, she. And then I, I snipe somebody with the coolest, coolest highlight I make. And I'm like, oh, she. So the little kids will be like, oh, she. Yeah. And so my best friend says, why don't you just change your name to O-Cheeks? And so I was like, I had an epiphany. So I became O-Cheeks. I got more, got more viewers. I got up to 1,000 followers by after like three months. Because of the content, I had little kids watching, and so I went from a serious kind of like serious type of content where I just really was grinding the game to making viewers laugh. So if I do a cool highlight or if I'm just be I said something stupid, I would look into the camera and I do this face of like yo cheeks. <laughs> do that for you. Yo cheeks. <laughs> I got a whole logo behind that. It's funny. Oh, that's dope, man. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And then so, like, um, even, like, so sometimes I add, like, I'm not going to lie. I have, I have viewers that are, like, shoddies that join, right? And so sometimes, they, that's for content, I would mute my mic on the game. And then I would look at my viewers in the camera. I'd be like, I got a shoddy. Yo, cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I, love that. I, I do a, or sometimes I do a pickup line with them. It's just straightly for content. I thought I would do a pickup line and make them giggle a little, giggle a little bit, because I, you know, and then I was like, and then I would look at my viewers again and be like, "Yo, cheeks." <laughs> I did. Okay, I fucking enjoy streaming, bro. I miss it. So you know, that sounds dope. I love that. That sounds dope. So that that was my content. I have a lot of, I have really good highlights, but it has memes. Yeah. Man. No, charisma. You got the charisma. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm just I'm yeah. enjoying it. So I went from a thousand. Um, currently, I have twelve point eight k followers. Twelve point eight k. I stopped for a little bit because my priority uh, is passing the board. So what platform yeah. is this on? This is Facebook Gaming. Facebook Gaming. Okay, alone. cool. Yeah. Facebook Gaming alone. Um, but I do look. I'm looking to maybe try um, Twitch. Okay. For different for different reasons, even TikTok. TikTok has good streaming platforms right they now. They do. Good uh, algorithms, yeah. I was going to say, I think, isn't YouTube doing something with gaming too? YouTube, huh, what's up? Isn't YouTube doing something with gaming? Where yeah. like they're, they're going to like, kind of like, contract compete with Twitch? Yeah. They, YouTube is a good place too. Yeah. I would say YouTube is more of a broader audience for sure. So you yeah. not only get the Filipinos, you get everybody. Yeah. You know, so you, for some Filipino streamers that try to switch to YouTube, they've been, some of them have been successful. But, you know, they, they have a little bit more of, like, a, a hard time adjusting to speaking in English alone. Like, yeah. they can speak straight English in the Philippines. That's, that's our second language over there. Yeah. But, like, adjusting to that, speaking English all the time. I'm looking to get into YouTube as well. But right now, 
Facebook gaming is where my that's community dope, yeah. is. That's your sure. niche. That, yeah. the, the, that's your community that you build. Yeah, and I've enjoyed it so much. I kind of stopped for now because priority is nursing. That's where I'll get my income to invest on better equipment, like a high-powered gaming PC. That's what I'm trying to do. Dude, I'm so excited for you. Thank <laughs> you, man. Thank you. I appreciate no, I get, that. No, I, and I get that, man. Like right. I said, we were talking about like our production here yeah. at the beginning, and it's just like it's a brick at a time. It's a right. brick at a time, man. You're going to get there. Let me tell you what I had to, to do to get around how to stream the game because I didn't want to just stream off of my phone there's a gate there's an app on my phone where i just stream the game on my phone they don't see my face um i could do that and i've done that for maybe a month but i decided since i had an ipad i used that as my obs instead so you know how you have your laptop here where you can have like the the software to stream let's mm-hmm. just say it's called obs yeah or obs stream labs um i couldn't do that with my with my MacBook because it, it, it doesn't have the power it needs. Oh, wow. So I need a gaming PC. A gaming PC has high power processor. So you can stream a high powered game like Warzone, Valorant, and stream it at the same time. Mm. So what I did is like, I had to be cheeky with, see what I did there. Cheeky. I had to be cheeky <laughs> with what I did. So I had my iPad, uh, I had to download this app, and then I had my soundboard. So I was like, Yo, I can mirror the game on my on my iPad. So literally, I don't have to connect my phone physically to the iPad. I can just have a mirroring thing. If you guys are familiar with it, yeah. I mirrored the game. The problem was there was no audio. Uh. So I was like, how do I freaking get around this thing? So I was like, hmm. I have the mic. I have a, a USB mic. I was like, I, I had to search. And I said, oh, so I need a soundboard. I, get, I got a soundboard, a cheap one, for 40 bucks, more or less, 40 bucks. Got it, got it delivered to me, just like Amazon over there, I got it delivered. I set it up, had the wires for it, so the audio is now connected to the soundboard, and I'm streaming on my iPad. I was like, but now how do I stream the sound to my iPad? I was like, oh. and so I was searching around. And then it just hit me. I had this thing, I forgot what it was called, but it's used to um, connect my, um, my guitar to a, certain, um, to a certain platform where I can, I, I forgot what it was called, but I, I found something. And I, I was able to connect the soundboard to my iPad. And I was like, I hope this works. So I turned on the sound and everything. I had everything connected, sound tested. And I turned on my, my, my stream. I said, hey, guys, can you hear me? Yeah, sound good. How about the game? Can you hear it? So I was turning on the, the in-game music. I was like, yeah, sound, does it sound clear? So I was just messing with it. And from then on, it just worked out. Damn, that's funny. It worked out. I, I, you know, I, you know, remember I brought my iPad and I was showing you? Mm-hmm. That's what I was using. Mm. Fucking I, sick. I, I was like, <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. You did. It, uh, yeah, I, I cheeked it. Yeah, you cheeked, <laughs> I cheeked it. it up. <laughs> so I was, I was like, "How? Wait, what? How is this possible?" I, was, I, I did it, <laughs> and I was, I was from then on. Damn, it just that's dope. It just though. blew up. It just blew up. So the thing that I did is not just limited to gaming. Um, it could be, it could be for a podcast. It could be to record live music or stream a, a live concert. Yeah, it's perfect. 
the downside of it is though is I have this I had to spend a little bit of money just so I I, I paid monthly for that app, which it's cool because whatever I was spent I was getting in return. Yeah, fewer viewership and a little bit of money too. Yeah, overall I just enjoyed it so much. So now to get into the clan thing, so I was noticed by bigger clans that were well known in the Philippines called No Rules. So no no rules esports or NRX. You got I forgot their names too, but mm-hmm. I was taken in by some of these other clans like Existence, um, Existence Esports as their content creator. Huh. And from then on, I got a, a lot, I got more of exposures from well known Filipino streamers because I was making friends with them, um, giving them some donations. They noticed me. I, I spent a little bit of money just to, to get noticed. Notice yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so the, the people that I would like, the, the comments that I would put with the highlighted stars would be like, ooh, ooh notice me. <laughs> so from then on, I made connections. And, I, and eventually, there was a community that, uh, a very high-profile community in the game that I was invited to called Rich Kids. From then on, I got connected with the most famous Filipino streamers out there. So rich kids. So that's besides the clan. So the clan is just an esports clan that you know in game that you have casuals and all that stuff. You belong to that organization. But rich kids is a community. You get connected with other people from different clans. Mm. So rich kids is uh, well sought, sought after by everybody. Whenever that we say, whenever we open up like a, a thing. Um, with rich kids, it's like oh, open for casual content creators or other things. We get like over a thousand applicants. Oh wow! Over a thousand yeah. for sure. Every time we open up slots, so I was part of that community. It just started um, over a year ago when oh, I went wow. over to the Philippines. I was already no- being noticed by the founders. They asked me to come. They asked me to be part of it. I was. It's, it's a privilege. I love rich kids. I connected with all these famous people, uh, and now, like from then on, I would join their games, their yeah, their streams. So they're streaming while I'm streaming. I get noticed by their viewers. Their viewers came along. That's hence I got more followers after that. And so, um, at one point, I was part of um, um, a clan called Most Wanted. Ooh, Most Wanted. This sounds pretty cool, right? Most Wanted Cheeks. <laughs> I was part of most wanted. Yeah. That's the corner you want to be in. <laughs> it's amazing. It was an amazing experience, but you know, um, they recently just got disbanded. Some other issue. Um, I don't want to get into that because it's too bald. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. So. We got disbanded, and I feel bad for those people that were that lost the clan, a home. So as of May 2023, I started a, a clan called Ain Bahala, but you know it's too it's too um, it's too long to say. So our clan tag is just a little literal number one in the Navi one V or one Bahala. So we're one cool. paradise. Right? I was V one. V1. I was V one, and uh, I'm I'm still RP one. I'm still RP one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I love that man. So. I from the from experiencing being just a member of a high profile clan and a community, I was able to create a clan. So we just started with what 
20 people, 20 people that I knew, because, you know, they lost a home. I wanted them to be there. But the community grew. A lot of leaderboard players were joining. So when you're in the leaderboards, you can see their name and our clan tag. So the more leaderboards players we got, the more that our clan will get noticed on the leaderboards. So we have, of course, casual players and a lot of them. But leaderboards and content creators, we grew from 20 to 190 to 200. May 2023 when we started. And you're 190 to 200 today. Yeah. More or less. More or less. Whoa. So... Congratulations! Oh, thank dude. you. Like, 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 as, 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 as somebody, like I said, I, I game Xbox. I'm, I'm getting into it. I've, I've seen a lot of like notice clans and everything else like that. I've been, uh, been, uh, been with streamers and whatnot. For your clan to grow like that, especially with quality, because that's, that's the biggest thing. No, no, no matter what, yes, you can get the casual players there. That's fun. But you have quality people. No, yeah, we have quality people. That's the thing. Like, um, we gave slots for casual players. We gave them tryouts. You know, but well, what I was the thing with with our clan is that I just don't want to let people in just because you know it's fun. There there should be a mixture of family atmosphere, having fun, but at the same time we want our organization to grow and to be well known, just like the clans that I've been a part of, or even bigger. Yeah, like be competitive. Competitive, yeah. yeah. From from getting content creators to leaderboard players. Now, I'm uh, under my wing. I have at least two competitive teams. One is a competitive pro collegiate. So oh. they're called, the, the school is called Lyceum of Subic Bay. And I scouted them. And uh, I talked to their organization at school. And now they're a part of, not, not, now they're a part of our clan. So they mostly compete in the collegiate level. They call it uh, Acad, Acad Arena. Acad is short for academic. So academic arenas. They play against other schools. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, so you, have, you, have even school, you have a literal school? We have, we have a school team, yeah. So I didn't. So okay, let me take that. So like this whole gaming thing, like it has its hands in everywhere. So you're saying that there's like a collegiate level of where like people are gaming for their schools. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's crazy to me. Oh, yeah. So, like, are there, like, more, like, kids are getting scholarships for this type of thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not providing the scholarship. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, are the schools, like, recruiting, like, gamers yes. now? Okay. Yes, I was about to get into that. So, I'm not providing the scholarship. If, I, if anything, I'm not a nurse yet, so, oh, I, I'm borderline, I'm borderline broke. Okay. <laughs> I'm You're a nursing student. <laughs> I was. I'm borderline kind of broke. I just say I'm broke, but, you know, I have enough to... To get to get by, mm-hmm. but then you know these schools, you know they provide scholarship for these students. So people, they even one of like one of them or two of them got a full ride at that school. That's crazy. Lyceum of Batan or Subic Bay, we call it just LSB. They got a full ride to LSB, and two other students who did not get a full ride, but got a discount on their Which, yeah. tuition. Which is still good. Like I'm, yeah, I'm gonna stick you in the level because I heard this probably about two years ago, and I'm still kind of waiting to see it. But like you're, you saying this, I'm just, okay. We're in the direction, but they were like, the future is esports. Like the future is esports, and so like when you say things like kids are getting scholarships and kids are pe- competing at a completed level, that's just 
bro. That's crazy. Beautiful rides, Tyler. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go. Ride. I'm getting it. Hopefully, oh, like I said, my my game is Apex right now. That's what I did. That, that's what I'm sweating I on. Forgot to mention Apex. Apex is a big thing too. On on PC back in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Forgot to mention that, but Apex yeah. is probably right next to Valorant. Damn, for sure. Yeah. Apex. Man, that's. <laughs> I'm first and foremost. I'm I'm proud. I'm just I'm Thanks, just man. I'm just from a standpoint of, like I said, I knew you were into it. I knew you know clan leader. I knew you streamed, but to this extent, and 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 to see not only the platform you you did, but to your point, you're, you you provide a home for people. I game with people all the time. A lot of solo players. A lot of people that come from homes. You know, they're by themselves. You know, maybe their siblings don't want to play with them, so they're just playing on the game. Sadly, it's sad, and it's the truth. And especially in, in maybe some of these other countries, to where you know their social life isn't like maybe ours here, maybe more accessible. So you've given them a community at home to play in, to be competitive in, to show their worth. Yeah. And also be fun with it too. I feel like that that's a great balance right there, and that's a it's, great job by by you to see that and, 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 and to make that organization. Yeah, and that's the thing with this clan is that me as a founder and the owner, the owner of the actual clan, I'm pretty friendly. You can I'm easy to talk to, although I do have my limits when it comes to who I'm accepting. But I want to make people feel they're included. But at the same time, they do their part, like. <laughs> You're gr- if you if I got you as a leaderboard player, you grind that leaderboard. You don't don't slack off, bro. Do not like if you decided to be a ca- casual player, then you'll, you'll you can talk to me. It's fine, but if you're there as a leaderboard, do your thing. Like don't do it the right way. Don't cheat. And if I find you cheating, or any other thing like even being misogynistic to other people, or being like you know be, just being toxic, I won't even talk. I'm gonna kick you out. I'm kicking you. So that's the community. That's the stigma behind my clan. Do you get a lot of people like that? Because I just feel like gaming, just like such a like, when it's a toxic environment, it just like it's so easy to like communicate and be like portray something when you're like on a microphone, like on your mic. Because like, we always joke about this in like our Xbox Live. Like those Xbox Live games were some of the worst like things. Ooh. So fortunately, I didn't have to deal with that stuff because when I started the clan with twenty people, they're they're really good gaming friends yeah and friends of their friends they i told them make sure like whoever you're referring to this clan we don't have that type of problem yeah there's a thing called like um wards war on war with words or wards we just call it wards make sure they don't have that or any issue with other people that they get posted online and stuff like that so we started with that and then i started a, a process where so we have group chats, and then I have another group chat for announcements, just strict clan announcements. And so we run background checks on these people, bro. Background checks. So wow. I have yeah. maybe like three people behind me, and whoever gets referred to me or um, people that they're scouting, they do background checks. It's extensive, right? Extensive background checks. Not like FBI checks, bro, but like... You know they'll, they'll they'll check on your profile, check your socials, socials especially socials, and so like okay, your following. exactly. So now you pass stage one. Stage two is I take a screenshot of your profile and your in-game info. I post it on the group chat, and now my priority at that point is comfort comfortabilities of my members. So I would I would post this, hey guys, here's a possible. 
um, possible recruit. Let me know if you have any issues. If you're gonna issue, if you have an issue, directly or DM me personally, or my background check people. DM them personally. If you don't have any issue and you think you're good, just leave a heart react or a thumbs up or whatever. Most of the time we get that, like a thumbs up, we're good. So mostly, most of those people that I've recruited were leaderboard players of a certain gun, right? Um, shoot, uh, content creators, I'm I do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I would just, it's just one of my. Take it back, like I was playing a lot of Xbox and I was like in my teenage years and then like right. early 20s. But like it just in those chat rooms, like sometimes people get savage and you want to be savage back. Oh, so, yeah. oh it depends. So the, the rule yeah. that I give to my clan is that we don't start trash talks, but we finish it. We're no damn pushovers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like they're trash talking you. Like do it. Trash talk back. Cheeks, but <laughs> But just like just... Don't, don't say any racial slurs. That's my one thing. Um, don't say anything about no, nobody's mama. Don't say, don't say anything about that. You can call him ugly. You can call him fugly. You can call him, like, you can call him, you can call him a bitch if you want. You can. Just don't bring others' families into it. Mm-hmm. No racial okay. slurs. No misogyny. Yeah. Okay? Just pure trash talk. Class. Classy trash talk. Yes. What's classy trash talk? I would always, I would always say in my language, don't start the trash talk, but you damn finish it. Mm-hmm. We're no pushovers. I like that. Don't be a bitch. I like that. That's what I say. So, <sighs> toxic, so, play, no toxic players. But DKs could learn from that. <laughs> but there you are. You have to go to your school. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Bro, but then there are times you will get people in my clan that have that are high on their emotions. Sometimes they can't, um, they can't control how they feel sometimes, and then they'll say things that may put the clan, you know, into question. But you know, I, I'm a nice guy. I said, hey, somebody sends like screenshots of what they say in the game. Like they even type it in the chat, like some trash talk stuff. I said, hey, is this you? Then they realized what they did wrong. I said, hey, it's cool. Just next time, don't do it again. Think before you act, right? Think before you act. If you're angry, if somebody made you angry because somebody, you know, he meleeed you or somebody's using a cancer weapon, take a deep breath, sit on it, and, uh, and let, your, let your head cool down. So plug the mic. Unplug the mic. Yeah, exactly. Unplug the fucking mic and say what you gotta say. <laughs> unplug. Unplug the mic. Mute yourself. Sometimes they they trash talk the opponents. Sometimes they trash talk to the team. They're 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 random players. So, hey, cool cool your ass off. You know. And then you know I give them that warning. You know they've been good. They've been good with it. You know I, I'm I'm proud of my I'm proud of my. You know my clan mm-hmm. because they've been good with it. That's why that's what we're known for. We're known for having really like really quality players that avoid issues. That's my thing. That's my thing. I still I repeat it every week though. I repeat it. Don't start trash talks. You finish it. So uh, I have a question. How does the punishment go? So you give them a warning, and then 
if somebody messes up again, it's over. Like, 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 like I said, first time, you know, he messes up, he was trash talking, they send you a screenshot. He's like, okay, I won't do it again. But then the next day, home, homie comes up and is just on the same BS. Like, he's trash talking teammates. He's like, oh, you, bro, you stupid mother. And, like, you know, he starts downing his teammates again. Like, like, like what are you doing? Kick. At- <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't tolerate that. Okay. Like, there, there's some certain levels of trash talks, right? Um, Let's just say, in my language, somebody gets called, like, bobo, or I mean, like, it's a bad way of saying idiot or stupid. You, you call that to a diff, to a, an opponent or a teammate or mm-hmm. random teammate. Sometimes we'll get screenshots from those random people to my to my clan page, and then they'll, they'll be like tattling on my 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 on clan the players? on the players. I'm like, yo, this is what your this is what your clan kid did. What mm-hmm. are you gonna do about it? I said, this is it. I would say bye. Have a nice day. That's it. Then I would give that kid a warning too. Like, top G. like I would, I would, I would tell that person in our clan. I would say, hey, chill. I mean, you know, I, I don't give them like affirmation that they say, oh, that's what you said. Not a big deal. I don't take. I just say, just chill. Yeah. At the same time, I would the 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 person that was tattling on them would be like, so, what's the trash talk? So, if they have no re- no rebuttal, mm. I said, "Thank you for letting me know. Have a nice day." We move on. Mm. Love that. Man. But if it's if it's really bad, mm-hmm. now we get into a whole different thing. So, yeah. if it's a first time offense, but it was super bad, they know they know like you know, no racial slurs, no anything bad. Automatic kick. I don't want you in my clan. Like I don't. I don't want that stigma to stick with us. Because I've seen clans that have that. Yeah. And they're super toxic. Mm. I don't like that. Like we you want, want your to clan be like nice and just really community based. Right. We want to represent our clan in a way where, yo, these guys, these guys are beasts, but they're nice. Yeah. You know they they sh- they have a good they show a good example. That's what I want. Yeah. You know? I get that. Like citrus, class. Mm. Uh, that's, that's a different kind of class. I have a friend though, it's a very different kind of class. What happened on that campus? There's a lot of things. Class is not one of the words I would use. The history of the school district. Make the, the history of the Redland School District? Yeah, there's added to that chapter. Yeah, we, we were just. Is added to that chapter. You're just another statistic. Make, yeah. it, make it a great day or not. <laughs> Some people made it a great day. <laughs> but, uh, the choice was theirs. The choice was theirs. Yeah. But uh, just because now nah, you got to leave them a little yeah, bit. I, I, watch, a, uh, I got a client. Uh, yeah, no worries. I actually want to get into the medical side of things real quick just so I can kind of be involved in that conversation a little bit. Yeah. So obviously being a nurse, uh, becoming one, what are you looking forward to in just that field, like the medical field? As I said, nursing is my calling. Is it? I, I believe it is. My heart of hearts say it is. I like what I like about it is you're making an impact on it could be even for a lifetime. The thing is, you make you make a relationship with this patient, right? It's a rapport. But then after their discharge, that's all set aside. But, you know, like you won't you might not even know them later on in your own life. But the impact that you left with them, that's is what I'm after. Like this guy took care of me and he was compassionate. 
you know, he never judged me, um, never judged, uh, he never judged my situation, why this happened to me and that. I also want them to feel, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian guy. I want them to feel that Christ's love through my actions. Yes, I'm getting paid. Yes, I'm getting the big bucks. But for me, that's just a bonus for me. For me, it's, uh, it's about them knowing God's love through what I do. Because let's listen, Jesus, for the most part of his ministry, he wasn't just a teacher or a preacher. Majority of his ministry was the medical, was healing. Granted, he never had to open somebody up or give them medicine to feel better. He literally would just say the word or touch them and they will be healed. Heck, there is even a woman by her face she was healed. She was bleeding for 12 years, touched his garment and was healed. There was a Roman soldier that said, you know, you don't even need to show up to my house. But say, just say that my servant will be well and I know he will be healed. And I want the same experience for the patients that I care for that they were taken care of and they knew that through my character, they see Christ, not me. Mm. That's what I want them to see. Um, that, le- that type of level of care. Of course, there's always stress. You know, mm. there's, there will be stress. But I know majority of the patients that, will, uh, that I'll get in my life, mm. you know, they're, they're good people. They're just sick, mm-hmm. you know, and I want them to feel healed holistically, physically, mentally. Hey, spiritually, that would be great. Mm. That would be great. So that's why it's my calling. I love that. Oh, yeah. and I like the science aspect too. Like, yeah. don't get me started with the human body. I love that. <laughs> no, I, like, I like that. Um, you say it with such conviction too. Yeah. You Thank you. You truly believe it. I believe it. And that's truly who you are. And I, I, um, I, uh, not to say that we don't have people like that, but like for to have a nurse like you is just truly a blessing for Thank sure. You. Because like, you know, that does make all the difference in people's experience with hospitals and things of that such. They're in the worst times. Of, they're in the worst moments of their life. Essentially, they could be. They could, they, they, they could not be, you know, but if they're in the worst moments in their life, and you're there to take care of them and nurture them to, into a certain, to a certain degree. Like, I, I truly believe that you're going to do that so much better just because you 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 love doing it. Exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. You know if going into uh, this type of occupation when you're dealing with people, you will be dealing with other people's traumas that will become your trauma. Mm-hmm. But if you come in with the right mindset and you believe in what you're doing then the stresses that we were talking about pre-podcast becomes nothing. Mm-hmm. You'll be, yes, you'll be dealing with burnouts. That's part of the job. But if you have that type of mindset, then the tiredness and all of these things will be, you know, just a slight problem. Mm. Again, people's journeys are different. I am not going to judge on people's spiritual aspects, mm-hmm. but personally for me you know loving the job that you're doing you're making a big impact on people that's what kind of drives me to right now to pass the NCLEX because 
Let me tell you, I hate studying, man. man. I'm that Asian that doesn't like to study, bro. (laughs) I'm that guy. And who wants to sit on on a desk for eight hours just to study content? But what but what gets my my bum to be glued into this chair to look at a book and look at videos about my career is what that alone that drives me to heal to help become a tool for God to heal other people and to show them, and introduce them to to Christ at least through my actions that's mm-hmm. what I want to do I love nursing and you're going to man Thank you. And for the viewers out there that may not know their own journey with uh, with what they want to do in life and are looking for maybe something to make an impact, I do suggest, you know, nursing is not for everyone, but um, people can learn. it. I have classmates that were kind of forced to be in in a nursing program. They said, I don't want to do nursing. But after four years, they fell in love with it. Because of those types of aspects, you know, um, if you're looking for something to do, try it out. Li- try it out because one, bo- money is the bonus. That's I won't I won't take that away. <laughs> but what you do will impact somebody for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Believe it. I love that man. Mm-hmm. I love that, brother, man. You got me, you, you you got me inspired, man. This was an absolute amazing talk with you, brother. Thank Just with everything, well, as we're wrapping it up, I don't know if that 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 was gonna be your final moment. You would like to talk to people here, uh, but just send your final message to the viewers as to you know you started with a little bit of empowerment, but if you like any anything else to say before we transition to the end game, <laughs> the floor is yours. Hey, what to do, guys? So. It's never too late to start anything, whether it's gaming, um, a new hobby, uh, maybe an old passion that could be reignited, right? It's never too late. Sometimes a lot of us would sit down and kind of stop ourselves and be like, I don't want to do this and that. But in the heart of hearts, you want to do it. What's the term for that, guys? It's um, when you're procrastinating. The best thing to do is to just do it, right? Of course, along, never, a lot of us can't do it alone. Seek out legitimate voices with whatever you're doing. So if you're, if you're into gaming, search out people that have experience with it. Some mentorship. Kind Mentors. of, but just ask for advice. Okay. And get, get a word from these people. Um, of course, there will be people with bad advices, but get as much as you can from other people's and there's perspective because your, your perspective alone is limited. So start with something and, and once you get into it and you get into a rhythm of it, you're going to love what you're doing. And uh, yeah, I mean, for me, whether it was gaming, a lot of music, nursing, I had to start somewhere. So mm-hmm. That's my call for you. Start. Don't procrastinate. There you go, brother. That was a blessing right there. We're going to get to our final questions. We just call it the lasting questions. A little bit of rapid fire. I'm going to ask you a few things. Okay. I'm up. Anyway. Um, we're going to ask you a few questions. You can just answer them one word. Keep it nice, short, and simple. But from there, we're just going to get right into it. 
So, uh, favorite game all time play? Ooh. Need I say more? <laughs> Call of Duty Mobile, bro. Here we go. Let's just say all Call of Duty franchises are right there. I, I love that. One country you've never been to, but you always want to visit. Ah, oh, shucks. There's a lot of them. Um, crap. This is a little bit harder than I expected. Um, maybe, maybe, um, I haven't, you know, surprisingly haven't been to Europe yet. So, let's just say Europe. I don't want to say country. I want to visit all Europe, for sure. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, next question is, uh, because you, you were telling us that you did want to be an ICU nurse. That's one of the right. things that, that is the passion, that is your drift. What are, what are some of the positives heading into the ICU that you're looking for? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. This is going to be funny. So, when, usually when you're dealing with patients that aren't ICU, they're alive, they're well, alert, oriented. Good thing about an ICU, yes, they're critical. There's one, there's only two, there's only two patients that you're taking care of. By law, ICU is only two patients. But the downside is it's critical. You really need to know what you're doing. On the positive side, they're sedated. Majority of them are sedated. Mm. So mostly what you're dealing with is family members. Oh. Oh. So patient-wise, they're sedated. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Got you. The next question is going to be favorite singer. <laughs> Don't do this to me, bro. You, you, uh, you can do men, men, male and female if you have either or, but if you just have one, go ahead and do like I said, they, 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 they're not well known. I'm just gonna say my favorite singers are my parents. Really? My parents. They started this whole thing. They have the genetics. They have the genetics and the passion for it. The, my mom's a nurse. My dad is an X-ray technician that is recently in the um, in the uh, neuro intervention radiology. He helps out with the doctors. The thing is, all of us in the family sing. I'm saying all five of us, my mom, my dad, brother, sister, we all sing, but it all started from them. Thank God for that talent. Yeah. God is blessed. God blessed us. Favorite singers, mom and dad. Good. Man, you, you hit me in the soul today, man. <laughs> I love that. And then the final one, because you were talking about guitar, favorite musician. Uh, don't do this to me. Um, John Mayer. John Mayer. John Mayer. Let me tell you this, sir. Like, there's a lot of great musicians out there, whether it's on an electronic pad, drums, piano. But let me get let me tell you, John Mayer is the deal. This man's not just with his lyrics and his a lot of it is sad songs. Let's just let's get real. But what I paid attention most when it comes to John Mayer is his guitar playing. My guy, just, you know, I, I can watch YouTube. For me, I, I, I pride myself in being a fast learner with music. Mm -hmm. I can play, I, I would say I'm above, I'm above average player on a guitar. Mm -hmm. Like I can do a lot of things most people can't. But John Mayer is, damn. That next level. Damn, John Mayer. Don't that. do this to me, bro. <laughs> I love John that. Mayer, That's hands nice. down. I love that. I like that, uh... I think it was like uh, Kourtney Kardashian. They're like paper shoes, like John Mayer. 
John Mayer. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna go a little bit a little, uh, crazy, but John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, who, so, so who's who's your who, who's your favorite athlete? Kobe, this guy? No, John Mayer. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go a little out of the box. John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I, man. I love that. It has been an amazing cast. Uh, like I no. said, brother, it's been nothing short of a blessing to have you on. Thank you for everybody listening to us. We are wrapping up here for today. I'm glad to be here, man. I'm glad. I, I love it here. And uh, if I'm invited again, God willing, I'm here. That's awesome. Man. I'm Thank here. You yeah. have. Yeah. So we love, love hearing that. Yep, that's all we wanted. This is all we're building. Like I said, this podcast is a networking podcast of not just businesses, but even the gaming community to like, which I'm going to be getting into, hopefully streaming here soon. So that's why I'm going to be talking with my boy here. There's a lot of big plans coming. So with that, like I said, brother, I'm always proud from the man you were from high Thank school, you. middle school, and Thank on you. to what you've grown into now. Just shows God's glory. Amen. Like I said, he's just he's just starting with you now because he used your voice and your streaming for the kids out there for you to be that happiness and to feed their souls that way. Now you're about to feed some more with your hands and what you speak to. Let's go. So as always, thank you everybody. This is your boy Shiloh. Boy John. It's Arvin. And thank you and God bless. All right.